You're listening to the Live Free Podcast. I'm your host, Christine, certified life coach, pain to power mentor, and creator of Embody You Mindset Mastery School. I'm here today to discuss living life after disease, disaster, or adversity, to discuss living life fully once again, a life of hope, peace, and resiliency, a life fully embodied. I utilize the lessons that I learned going through not one, but two primary cancers. I'm here today to guide you to the life of your dreams, turn your pain into power, and lead you back to yourself. Hello and welcome to another episode. Today I want to talk about being present in your body and how that presence, the simplicity of presence, can mitigate being in pain. So if you are in pain emotionally, If you are having a difficult time with survivorship, with fear of recurrence, with fear of not getting through this journey that you're going through, whatever it is that you are in pain with, understand that it generally means that you are not present in your body. So meaning your mind is in the future or it is in the past. Think about any problem that you're having right now. It can be a simple problem for simplicity's sake or a more complicated one like survivorship. And think about what the problems are within that issue. So if it is that you're exhausted all the time, then maybe you are thinking about how you're always going to be exhausted and you're so worried that you're never going to get your, your energy back and you're so pissed off that this happened to you and it's not fair that this happened to you and you just want your energy back, all of that. All of those statements that I just said are future or past statements. It's not fair that this happened to you that's in the past. You just want your energy back and you're worried that it will never come back. That's in the future. But if you tapped into how does your body feel right now? And not in 10 seconds from now, not 10 seconds ago, but right now, how does your body feel? You might find that at this very moment, you feel okay. You might not, but potentially you will feel okay. Not a ton of energy, not a ton of exhaustion. But when you're constantly in this future focused emotion or in this past emotion, 
then you are draining your energy stores. And so one of my favorite books on the ability to be in the present moment is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. I absolutely love this book. I've read it so many times. And yet, I'm still always in the future or in the past because this is this is what what we do. As human beings, this is what we do. But I've gotten a little better. And in those moments where I remember to practice the things that I learned in that book, I am at ease and life is more peaceful. He talks about how in any given moment in our lives, we have the opportunity to go back to presence and all of the problems will dissolve because the pain that we cause ourselves is like a racket that never shuts off. And 95% of our problems are brain made, are made from our thoughts. And while cancer was certainly part of the, of the 5% that was out of your control, lucky us, which is so, which is so little of a percentage. But if, if, if you are one of those people, and of course you are, if you're listening, then yes, 5%, it was out of your control, but the 95%, the rest is within your control. And that's how you take what happened to you, how you experience what happened to you, what you are available for in regards to what happened to you. And when you are always in the future or the past of what happened, then you are always perpetuating the pain that you're in. And I know that that can be hard to hear and certainly is a little bit in your face, but in the interest of trying to help, I'll say it anyway, because I know that each time that I remember to be present and in the moment, I feel better and I want that for you too. And so that's why I say it. Another book that I really love is The Untethered Soul. And I can't remember the author's name off the top of my head because I'm not holding that book. But I really love the chapter that explains how the mind, if the mind was a roommate, if you can picture your mind as a roommate in, in your home that you have, who literally never shuts up and has the most erratic all over thoughts, like, you know, oh, I'm really exhausted. I'm never going to be really happy. I wish I could be happy, but I can't. And it's probably because of my weight and all, you know, and, and that's because of the cancer and that's not fair. And I can't do anything about it because I'm tired. All of those things 
they're legitimate thoughts. Yes, they're, yes, it's difficult. I get it. I've been there. But if you were, if that person was in your house, you would think that they are batshit crazy. <laughs> and you would want everything, you would, you would want them to leave. Like, you need to go. This crazy person is living with me. You would be interested in calling the police. Well, that is our minds day in and day out. Future, past, future, past, future, past. Making us so tired and so stressed out and just at our wits end with this roommate that just won't shut up. And so the question is, what do we do to calm the mind? And the answer is, get present. And so you might be wondering, okay, that sounds great. How do I get present? There's a few techniques. Some of them are really, really simple. Some of them are as simple as what can I see right now? Picture something. What, what can you see in the frame? What do you see in front of you? What can you hear? Is it a slight hum of a fridge? What can you touch? Are you touching a cool surface or a warm surface? If you can get present just by noticing your senses, you will find that the problems temporarily dissolve. All of the issues that you're having temporarily dissolve. Some more long lasting techniques are of course meditation. And everybody is tired of being told to meditate and I get that. But the reason that it exists is because it works. And it can be in whatever form is meditative for you. So if you find painting meditative, do so. If you find walking meditative, do so. If you find guided meditations great, then do so. And eventually, maybe you'll work your way up to the place where you just close your eyes and are able to be present. But meditation isn't pushing thoughts out of your mind because that's impossible, but instead becoming present to those thoughts of saying, oh, look, a thought. Oh, look, another thought. <laughs> As they pass by, probably more rapidly than that. But that's, that's truly how to meditate. Which I guess is another episode entirely, isn't it? So getting present in your mo in quick moments, learning how to meditate. Another one is learning how to breathe properly, not just up down chest breaths, but instead low belly breaths, concentrating on the breath coming in and out that can bring you to the present moment, connecting with what you're grateful for, for this moment can bring you into the present moment. How am I thankful for this very moment? Looking around the room, you might see your family and think to yourself, I'm grateful that they're here, that they're alive. I'm grateful that I'm standing in this home. I'm grateful that I'm still breathing. All of these different gratitudes can bring you again into the present moment. 
And as you might be noticing, some of the things that I'm mentioning are some of the tools that they give you when, when someone asks, how do I be happy? They'll give you tools like learn how to be grateful, learn how to be mindful, learn how to be present. It's because it's this presence, it's this ability to be in the moment that absorbs all of the pain that we're in. Because if you are in pain, you are certainly in the future or in the past. I can almost guarantee it. The next time that you're having a really, really bad moment or a bad day, or perhaps right now as you're listening to this, I want you to ask yourself the question, what am I thinking about? Where is my mind? Am I thinking about how frustrated I am that I'm so exhausted and I have too much to do and I never get a break? Well, that's the past because it's over. You're, you have too much to do and you're frustrated and you never get a break. It's over. This is the present moment. You can choose a new, you can choose a new path. You can say no to some things that you've been saying yes to because you're afraid of confrontation. You can say no to some things that you've been saying yes to because you feel that this is something that you have to do and you don't really know why. It's just, you feel obligated. All of these different things can be mitigated and changed by quite simply just choosing new paths in the present moment, because that is the past and this is the now. I highly recommend reading this book. It's a really amazing book, but I'd like to read to you one of the most impactful paragraphs lengthy paragraph that I read in the entire book. When I read this, my jaw dropped and my life changed. So I hope that you enjoy it and I hope that you can get it in the context that I did. So it's titled Strengthening the Immune System, which is fascinating. And it says, another benefit of the practice of becoming present in the physical realm is a great strengthening of the immune system, which occurs when you inhabit the body. The more consciousness you bring into the body, the stronger the immune system becomes. It is as if every cell awakens and rejoices. The body loves the, the attention, and it's also pot a potent form of self-healing. Most illnesses creep in when you are not present in the body. If the master is not present in the house, all kinds of shady characters will take up residence there. When you inhabit your body, it will be hard for unwanted guests to enter. It's not only your physical immune system that becomes strengthened. Your psychic immune system is greatly enhanced as well. The latter protects you, protects you from negative mental emotional force fields of others, which are highly contagious. Inhabiting the body protects you from not putting up with putting up a shield, but by raising the frequency vibration of your total energy field so that anything that vibrates at a lower frequency, such as fear, anger, depression, and so on, now exists in what is virtually a different order of reality. It doesn't enter your field of consciousness anymore. 
or if it does, you don't need to offer any residence to it because it passes right through you because you just don't accept or reject what I'm saying. Instead, put it to the test. There is a simple but powerful self-healing meditation that you can do whenever you feel the need to boost your immune system. It is particularly particularly effective if, if used when you feel the first symptoms of an illness. But it also works when illness and it had already entrenched itself into your body. It will also counteract any disruption of your energy field by some form of negativity. However, it is not a substitute for the moment-to-moment practice of being in your body. Otherwise, its effect will only be temporary. But nevertheless, here it is. When you are unoccupied for a few minutes, and especially last thing at night before you fall asleep, and first thing in the morning before getting up, flood your body with consciousness. Close your eyes, lie flat on your back. Choose different parts of your body to focus your attention on briefly such as hands, feet, arms, legs, abdomen, chest, head, and so on. Feel the life energy inside those parts as intensely as you can. Stay with each part for 15 seconds or so, then let your attention run through the body like a wave a few times, from feet to head and back again. This need only take a minute or so. After that, feel the inner body in its totality as a single field of energy. Hold that feeling for a few minutes. Be intensely present during that time, present in every cell of your body. Don't be concerned if the mind occasionally succeeds in drawing your attention away from the body and you lose yourself in some thought. As soon as you notice this has happened, just return your attention to your inner body. When I read that, I was floored at the idea that when we are not present in our body, that is when the shady characters move in. And for me, that could be illness. It could be unhappiness, depression, sadness, any feeling of emotion that I felt, especially in the beginning of my my survivorship journey. And so I began using this practice and it was extraordinarily how quickly things changed for me. So I thought I would bring that to your attention today. I hope that you use it. Try it tonight. Try to get some present moment to moment in your body and begin to ask yourself the question, where are my thoughts right now when you're struggling? So all my love to you. Hope you have a beautiful day and we'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you found expansion with this last episode, then that means that others will too. And the best way to get the word out about the podcast is by leaving a review. I would be so grateful if you could leave me a review and let me know how you felt about the podcast. Included in the show notes will be everything that we talked about today, including all of my transformative programs. Change is just on the horizon, my friend.